ever increasing peace. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus and Savior Jesus Christ. It says, but grow in grace. Not somebody say grow in grace. Now the word grow there means to increase in grace. It means to enlarge in grace. It means that grace is in measures. True or false? Grace is in measures. Grace is in measures. So when he says grow in grace, it means he wants you to increase in grace. He wants you to enlarge in grace. So 2022, you are going to grow in grace. Wherever you are, just lift up your right hand and pray in the Holy Spirit. Just pray in the Holy Spirit. Just pray in the Holy Spirit. Oh, Shabalata Santa Give the Lord a shout of glory. As I give the Lord a shout of glory. Turn to somebody and welcome the person to today's service. 
Hallelujah. Before we go into the word, hallelujah, I want us to use, take five minutes. We've been teaching on ever-increasing grace, true or false, from December 31st into 1st, is that not true? January, we started talking about the, the year of ever-increasing grace, and we started talking about what ever-increasing grace is all about, and... We talked about the grace of God. Amen. And we talked about the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. But I think part one, two, and three. Amen. Today we are talking about the spirit of grace. You can write it down. The spirit of grace. Capital S. The spirit of grace. But before we go into the spirit of grace, I want to see whether we still remember what we've been learning. Amen. I said amen. Amen. So before we take our seats, I want to see, I want one or two persons, two ladies, two guys here to share with us briefly what they've heard or they've been hearing, what we've been hearing throughout these weeks and months. Amen. Throughout these weeks and months, what we have been hearing, what we have been hearing before we Begin the spirit of grace. Amen. Hallelujah. So who will take it first? I wake up. What you've been, whatever you've been hearing that you think that it really touched you when we were teaching, during the teachings, it really touched you or you were really imparted or enlightened by it. Else we'll be standing till 10 o'clock. Who wants to stand till 10? Amen. It's very important that we get to know that you are learning what you are teaching. Amen. So who will take the who will take the lead? Between the the men and the women. The men and the women who is taking the lead. Amen. Amen. Oh, we should close and go home. It's very important. We've been teaching these things for how many weeks now? Over four weeks, right? There's power in this place. 2022. Are you ready? Yeah. We are declaring 2022 the year of ever increasing grace. The year of ever increasing grace. Amen. So who would want to start quickly because of our time and all that? Who would want to give us a recap for all these weeks, what they've been hearing of the grace of God? Okay, so ladies. Um, the little I took from what you taught us, you said that we should tune our mind. Table things. So, for instance, if you don't.
that when we talk about simulate cam, no. don't you know what we are talking about? That you are consistent when I you saying what again the messages on Facebook for somebody, they are for you. So you can listen to them and again until those words dominate your thinking and regulate your way of living. Amen. So the ladies, we are waiting for you. Are we waiting for the ladies whilst we, before we enter into the spirit of grace? Who wants to say something? Ladies, on the front line. It looks like today they are at the back somewhere. Oh, uh, are relaxing. Okay, so who wants to talk concerning the grace of God, the grace of our Lord? You have to listen to it again. Amen. The grace of God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Is that not powerful? I have to listen to it again. So who wants to say, okay, Sister Phyllis wants to say something. Maybe you missed it during the teachings. Go back. It's on Facebook for free. It's there for what? Free. Free. Go back. Spend time. Listen again. Watch again. Open the scriptures alongside and follow. It's very important. Uh huh. Well, please, uh, mm -hmm. Grace, you had mentioned specifically that mm -hmm. the grace on our lives has the power to create wealth, mm -hmm. health, success, and prosperity. Mm -hmm. And so when you talk about this year being a year of ever-increasing grace, mm -hmm. that influence causes us to walk in health, wealth, mm -hmm. prosperity, and success. Mm -hmm. That's what you remember. Yes. Well, I they don't have force. Hey. But it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's not bad. But the force is, uh, is, is what? Pastor Robert, what do you think? Well, Fred, what do you think? It's minimal. It's minimal. It's minimal. It's minimal. It's a, a, a quiz. Oh, we should enter into a quiz right now. Hmm? Shout hallelujah. We should enter into what? Quiz right now. If you are not answering, we are not going. Our time is running too. Come on, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Isn't that important? Very important. Very important. Amen. Amen. Okay. Who oh, want to bail the ladies out? Hey, this is serious. Oh. Who want to build? Okay, the men should build them out. A men should build. Build the, build the uh, ladies out. It looks like we have to have a special class for the ladies, two of us. They are not, they are not on the front line. They are on the back line now. <laughs> so who want to bail? Oh, Mr. Steph, you want to bail them? Yourself <laughs> can bail. Oh. So the men should bail. One person should bail. Who want to say something? Our men are wild. Is that not true? We are, we are ever increasing grace driven. Okay, so we want to build them. Just two minutes and then we, we start teaching something. Today we are not talking plenty. Amen. 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 So we want to build. Raphael wants to build them, eh? Okay, just build them. But they will show a seat to you. After church. After church, yes. 
um, so um, specifically concerning um, the grace. Mm -hmm. uh, last week you spoke about um, the change in dispensation, mm -hmm. and you said um, when the Christian, mm -hmm. you talked about how the Christian can read the Old Testament and then the New Testament, but mm -hmm. must be focused on reading the new the old testament even from the perspective of the new testament mm -hmm. because it is not everything that is written in the old testament that is for the christian mm -hmm. because there is a change in dispensation, dispensation. and you mentioned specifically that um, you cannot experience the full blessings of the gospel mm -hmm. if you do not walk in full truths yeah you mentioned that specifically last week um yes for now <laughs> Is that not powerful? It's powerful, sir. I'll make you a teacher over the ladies. <laughs> Very true, sir. Yeah. Right. Is that not powerful? Very powerful. Who also want to say something apart from men who wants to say something? Who who is so powerful? Who is heard something and wants to really say something? It's like I want to say something. So if that wants to build, oh now somebody has built you, so you just add up. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. Yes. You said um, mm -hmm. Jesus is the grace of God mm -hmm. in person. In person. Mm -hmm. Yes. Hey, is that all? <laughs> Come on, shout hallelujah. hallelujah! So it looks like the ladies, the ladies' voice, their voice is now is now mini, minimal. Two of us. <laughs> Glory. It's important. I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm disappointed in the ladies. But I'm really, uh, in a way, it looks like you're not learning. Amen. I said, you're not doing what? It's true, you're not learning. Because all of it, it looks like if I said, but I will actually talk right now, you will say a lot of things, two of us. You, you want to build them? <laughs> Hallelujah. Shout glory. glory. See, the word of God, God. is God speaking to me. Say it again. Say the word of God, word of God. is God speaking to me. Speaking I am who Christ is. I, who Christ I have what Christ has. I, Christ I can do what Christ can do. I can do I'm seated where Christ is seated. In heavenly place. I am a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Say it again. Say I'm a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Say the word of God is for my benefit. Say the word of God, the word of God is for my profiting. It's for, for my benefit. Say I am a doer of the word and not the, a hearer only. Amen. Amen. Shout glory. glory. You can please take our seats. And so you should go back and listen to the message on grace. We are talking about the spirit of grace. Amen. Amen. The spirit of grace. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 29. Hebrews chapter 10, from verse 29. It even means that we have to talk about the glory of grace. Is that not powerful? A lot of things to talk about on grace. We've not even scratched the surface of this message. So the spirit of grace. Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 29. Are we all there? 
Hebrews chapter 10, verse 29. Can we start reading from verse 20? Are we all there? Can we all read together from verse 28? From verse 28 to 29. Uh-huh. Are we there? I said, are we there? Are you ready? Okay, so one, two, go. So it says that, can we go back there? Verse 28. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Uh huh. Verse 29. Is that not powerful? Of how much sorrow punishment suppose he shall he be thought worthy who has trodden underfoot the Son of God and has counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing and has done despite unto the Spirit of grace. Or despite unto the spirit of grace. Is that not powerful? So we are not talking about 28, 29. We are just talking about the spirit of grace. So here, the Holy Spirit is referred to as the spirit of grace. So when we talk about the spirit of grace, we are talking about the Holy Spirit. Write it down. And we've been teaching. This teaching is very important because we've been teaching as grace. He said, grace is the outworkings of God according to his purpose, based on the counsel of his will. So at any point in time, somebody should ask you, what is grace? You should know what you should say. Now, and we said that people define grace as unmerited favor. Many ministers, and I said, they define grace as an unmerited favor as that is a lesser truth. It's lesser because they are teaching or definition on, 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 of grace is based on redemption. See, redemption. They are not able to differentiate between redemption and salvation. And if you are coming from the understanding of redemption, then you will see grace as an unmerited favor because redemption has to do more with the death of Jesus Christ, the death for saints of the world. So, redemption has to do with the death of Jesus Christ for the saints of the whole world. And when you are coming from that angle, then you would see yourself in the death of Jesus and you define grace as something that you don't deserve that has been given to you. Amen. Amen. An undeserved favor or an unmerited favor that is done. 
And I said that that grace is not an unmerited favor, an undeserved favor when it comes to the Christian. And I said that there is difference between redemption and salvation. Salvation is our inclusion in God. Salvation is our identification with the Lordship of Jesus. When we say a person is saved, it means he has been included in God. When we say you are saved, it means that you are included in God. When we say you are redeemed, it means that you have been bought back from sin, from the, de from the, uh, the, the effect of sin, the consequence of sin, the slavery of sin, the power of sin. When we talk about redemption, when we talk about salvation, we are talking about our oneness with the Lord. So when we say that this person is saved, it means that that person has been made one with the Lord Jesus in God. And that oneness takes place in the human spirit. And the scripture says, he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit with him. And I also explained further that when you take the scriptures, the Greek word used for save and salvation are different. But when you, you are talking about English, when you talk about save and salvation, it looks similar. And so the Greek word for save is different from the Greek, Greek word they uses for salvation. Amen. But it's important we understand now, if we want to define salvation, then you ought to go to Romans chapter 10, from verse 9 to 10. You know what salvation is and what to do to be saved. Come on, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So when we say a person is saved, then the person has been made one with Jesus Christ in God. And that is very important. It's very important. Now, if we say grace is not unmerited favor, we say that because grace to the Christian is not unmerited favor. We say that because we are talking about God's prearranged plan or predestined plan. What it refers to as God's eternal plan before the foundation of the world. So the reason, our focus, our motive for which we say it is not an unmerited favor is that the Christian in the mind of God has always been in God. When we say the Christian, we are talking about the personality of the Christian. The kind of being of the Christian. The type of person the Christian is. Such that it was not when Adam sinned, then God, then God thought about the Christian. If because Adam sinned and God thought about the Christian, then our salvation is an unmerited favor or an undeserved favor. It means that salvation is coming from the perspective of sin. True or false? Because when Adam sinned, then God decided to make a plan. But we are talking about before Adam sinned, the plan that God had within himself unknown to anyone. So if God had that plan within his, himself before 
even he created Adam, then it means that the, 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 the purpose of salvation or the motivation of salvation for salvation, the motivation for salvation is not sin. Is the bringing out or the birthing out of God's purpose that was in him. We hear what I just said there. Do you understand my English? As we speak Greek right now. Do you get what I said? So you can only say that salvation is a result of God's unmerited favor or undeserved favor when we are talking from the perspective of sin. Adam sinned. And then Jesus came. Because Adam sinned and Jesus came, whatever Jesus did, he did it as a result of favor. Because we were not deserving of it. That is the mentality with all teachers that I've heard. Most teachers. Apart from maybe one or two. Amen. But when you are seeing salvation from that angle, that is before sin. Before Adam. Before Genesis chapter 1. That is why Paul says, now is the day of salvation. There was a time that was not the day of salvation. It says, now is the day of salvation. Now is the season of salvation. Now is the dispensation of salvation. But before the day of salvation, salvation was in God. Yet to be brought out. <laughs> Who heard what I said there? Salvation was in God before Genesis chapter 1. Is that not powerful? So what is salvation to you? Salvation is our liberation from sin. So when I say salvation was in God, you do ask. Salvation is our liberation from sin. Because what you think about from, from Sunday school, that when we say salvation, we are talking about liberation from sin. True or false? I said true or false. So it's our liberation from sin. That's what you think. I'm saying that is not so. Redemption is liberation from sin. Say redemption. redemption. So you see people say, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed. Who well, I said that song before? Mm -hmm. That is redemption. That is redemption. But that is not salvation. So you should understand the two differences. If you do not understand it, you can't live the kind of life God wants you to live. You can't live the kind of life. You can't even understand what I'm, coming to, I'm teaching you now. If you don't understand this. Why? Because the Christian has been made. The Christian is a creation. Adam is the first creation. The Christian is the second creation. Did you hear what I said? That is what I say. That's what I do what? I say. Say that is what I do what? I say. <laughs> you don't know why I said that. You know why I said that. So the first man, Adam, is the first creation. The first man to be created of God. Then the second Adam, until you understand that, he's not talking about the first Adam that was what? Renewed to a second Adam. That's not what the Bible teaches. But that's what we've been teaching. We've been making it look like it's the first Adam that has been either renewed or what? Upgraded to a second Adam. 
If it was the first Adam that was upgraded, then the first Adam would have stayed until Jesus' time to be upgraded to Jesus. Then we say he was the first Adam, but he has changed to Jesus. Do you hear what I said? But God did something entirely different. He created the first man, the first man saint, but before he created the first man, he had the second and the last Adam in him. That's what I'm saying. Jesus is the second and last Adam. Look at what I said there. Jesus is the what? Second and the last Adam. The church comes from Jesus. The church doesn't come from the first Adam. Now, if you... Who heard what I just said there? If the church comes from the first Adam, then grace will be unmerited favor. <laughs> I'll teach you more on grace. I've not even started teaching on grace. Is that not true? Why is this important? So that we as Christians don't see ourselves from the angle of men. Do you understand? You don't see yourself as somebody who is limited in life, somebody who does not have anything, somebody who cannot do anything, somebody who cannot even walk in righteousness. You see, we all sin. Is this the grace of God that is keeping us? That kind of thing. No. No. Pastor Chris said a thousand times no. Come and shout glory. You see, you see yourself as somebody who is not able, who is not capable, who does not have the ability to, and is just uh, hiding under some kind of cover called grace, and is that, that grace that is keeping you and making you, no, 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 no. Did you hear what I said? No. No. In the mind of God, our type of creation is like him. In the mind of God, our type of creation. When I say our type of creation, I'm talking about who we are as you as you walk around the streets. When Jesus when Jesus looks at you, it looks like somebody who is just like him. That is why Jesus is not here personally. Is he here personally? Because in his mind, if you are here, you can do what he does. In Jesus' mind. So he told the disciples, he says, occupy till I come. You didn't hear what I said. Why? He says, For we are his workmanship. Is that there? Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says, for, leave it there. It says, we are his workmanship. We are. Adam was not the workmanship of God created in Christ. But he calls, as says, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Why created in Christ? Because it is through Christ that we were created. Did you hear what I said? How? By his resurrection. So it says we are his workmanship. It says created in Christ Jesus unto good works. It says which God before ordained that we should walk in them. So in the mind of God we have been made to produce. Can you go to that scripture right now? Why? It says we are his workmanship. We are his work of art. We are the people that God has worked and produced in Christ Jesus or through Christ Jesus. And we have been created to produce. So when you say, oh, don't worry, you are not able to do good works, oh, you are just, when you say, no, there is a grace that covers you, 
is you know that it is true, but that is not the full truth. That is for little children. That is for babies. When a child walks and he falls, oh, don't worry, you'll be you get used to it. Very soon you begin to walk and even run. Is that not true? Yeah. And be encouraging the child. It's a little child. So salvation, what I'm telling you is salvation is not as a result of sin. Salvation is as a result of God's eternal purpose. You didn't hear what I said? Redemption is as a result of sin. But salvation is not a result of sin. Salvation is not because sin came. Salvation is because God had a plan within himself before the world began. That is what the scriptures teaches. So if you are a man of God, any man of God is not teaching that, he's not teaching the scriptures. How do I know? Because that is what Paul taught the church. Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 3, you see Paul talking about that. And he says that this is a mystery. Paul calls it the mystery of Christ. Why is it a mystery? Well, why did he call it a mystery? Because it was hidden before the revelation was granted to Paul. So it's a mystery. Come on, shout glory. glory. Oh, hear what I said. So when you take the word save in the Bible, it actually means to deliver, to be made whole, to redeem, and all of that. When you take the word salvation in the Bible, it's not like that. In reality, when we say somebody has been saved, or somebody has received salvation, so I said that, it says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. Once he brings in Christ Jesus, it makes the whole thing different. Created in Christ Jesus. We said the first man that was created was Adam. God created Adam in his image. That's what we said. But he didn't say that here concerning us. God created us in his image. That's what he said. So even up to now, there are many Christians all over the world who think that they are created after the image of God, like Adam. Many pastors think so. Many Pentecostal pastors. They think we've been created after the image of God, like Adam. God created man in his image and after his likeness. So we have been created in the image of God and after the likeness of God. That man sinned. That man who was created in the image and the likeness of God, what happened to him? I said, what happened to him? When he sinned, he changed image. Or he changed images. Why? Because when he sinned, there was a change of that nature he had. There was an, say there was an exchange. That means he was born again, again. Or he was born again. Because when he sinned, he had now become identified with Satan. Satan had become the Lord of the first Adam. So if you say we are still created in the image of that Adam, then it means that we are still sinners. So we can't trace our lineage to Adam. We, the Christian, the unbeliever can. I said what? The unbeliever, the unbeliever can. He can trace his lineage to Adam because he's a sinner. Adam is the first one to sin and all these generations sinned. 
But it's not like that with us. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. glory. Oh, hear what I said there. So if we say we are created in the image of Adam, and we still say that concerning the church of Jesus, then we are telling the church of Jesus that we are all still sinners. Because the image of Adam now is sin. Not like God. His image was like God. And he sinned. And his image became like Satan. Who heard what I said there? So if you are telling you that all of you, you are creating the image of Adam and the likeness of Adam or the image of God and likeness of God because of Adam, you know, we've not yet understood that by one man, sin entered into the world. As the scriptures say. But you see, even before Adam was created, God had this in mind. 2 Timothy chapter 1. So here, wait. This for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. Adam was created by God. We are created in Christ Jesus by God. There's a difference. The first man was created by God. The second man was created in Christ Jesus. Or the new man is created in Christ Jesus. Then it says that created in Christ Jesus. It says unto good works. Unto what? Unto what? Before God's, in God's mind, before God can say you are created unto good works, uh, before I can give you a contract and say you can, I can give you that contract, I know you can do the contract, two of us. This, 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 what? Camera here has been created unto something. Do you see that? It has been created, it is somebody's workmanship. It's somebody's piece of art. It's what somebody has created. This camera here. On to a particular work. What is the work of the camera? To take pictures and videos. So we can say that this camera is social and so's workmanship created onto pictures and onto videos. Did you hear that? So the camera cannot cannot do anything apart from that. Can the camera be a microphone? To amplify my voice? No. Because it's been created onto onto photos and videos. The camera has been created onto which the person who created it beforehand prepared that it should be made so. So before the person was creating the camera in his mind, I'm creating something that will take videos and will take pictures before the camera came. Then he's been able to create it and it's there. Once you have access to that camera or you are, you are a camera, you can only produce what? Photos and videos and nothing else. Who understood what I just said? So grace is not like a cover-up for sin. No. Grace, that's what I say, the Christian has been made. Just like you see the camera has been created unto. The Christian has also been created unto. But it says unto good works. But the most amazing thing is that it says, which God has before ordained. God has before. Say before. Before, before what? Before what? 
before the foundation of the world, God had in himself that I'm going to create a camera. So whilst, listen to me, are you following what I'm saying? Whilst other things were coming in, and maybe mobile phones were coming in, or other objects were coming in, and we're using those objects to take pictures, and to do the best that we can do, in the mind of the creator, what he actually has in him is this particular camera. Waiting for a particular day. So if you want to trace the camera, you trace it to before the manufacturer even created it. Before. That is Christianity. That is Christ. When we talk about salvation, we are talking about Christ. When we're talking about the church, we are talking about Christ. We are talking about what? Christ. So the coming of Christ is not because sin came. The coming of Christ is because God had preordained that Christ Jesus will come. And why had he, had he preordained that? Because in the mind of God, even though he was creating the first man, there was a higher life and a higher person he was going to create. Jesus is higher in all ramifications than the first Adam. Two or four. So you read throughout the Gospels of Jesus and you see another kind of person walking on the streets. True or false? Did Adam do, do, did he do what Jesus did? Did Jesus do what Adam did? Why? Because they are two separate people with their, their purpose. Now we see what I'm saying. So you read the book, I think of Romans and Corinthians, when it talks about, it says the, the creation, sorry, the creation groaneth. And it's pain. It's in pain. Why the creation? Because that creation is after the Adam. Then it says that they are waiting for the manifestation of the sons. To differentiate between the creation and the sons. It is the sons, the creation waiting for the sons. For the sons to deliver the creation. Oh, you didn't hear that. You don't read your Bible, so you're looking at my face. If you read your Bible, your mind will go on the scripture I just mentioned. True or false? The problem here is that most of you don't read your Bible. I've said it over and over. I'm, think, I'm saying it so that you begin to read. So you begin to do what? Romans 8. 22. Take us there. So this is for we are his workmanship created which God before ordained that we should walk in them. Now, the word he uses for walk in them means that it is something you've been created to just live. We walk in good works. That's what he's saying. It is not uh, by chance. Do you hear what I said? We are not who we are by chance. Grace is like by chance, two of us. Favor is like by chance. But we are not who we are by chance. We are who we are by an eternal purpose. See, these things are, are making some of you confused now. Are you confused? Uh, you are catching something. So when we talk about salvation, we talk about Christ, we talk about what should be in your mind is that Christ is not just somebody who was released because sin came. Then Christ immediately, God said, hey, sin has come. Christ come. That's not what the Bible teaches. That is, why many, that is what many Pentecostal and old Orthodox have been teaching. But that's not what the Bible teaches in entirety. Who is saying what I'm saying now? 
If you don't understand, go back and listen to the message. You understand. Or you can ask me a question. I'll answer you right now. Amen. Amen. It's very important. That's not what the Bible teaches. I'll take you to a scripture right now. But it's important we understand who we are. See? What we can do. What we can change. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, what I can do. The works I can produce. And grow up to produce them. If you are hearing, shout glory. glory. Is that not powerful? powerful sir. I said, is that not powerful? powerful so first of all, every minister who is teaching grace, or who teaches or talks about grace, must know the difference between the first Adam and the second Adam. In fact, the first thing that every, every Christian or every person who wants to teach on grace should know is God's eternal purpose. That was hidden before the foundation of the world. If you miss that, all the things you say will be uh, after we play, we finish playing the football, the scores. <laughs> so the first thing is God's eternal purpose. The second is being able to differentiate. You can write it down for the sake of clarity. Being able to distinguish between the first Adam and the second Adam. The first Adam and his generation. The second Adam and his generation. It's very important. If you don't know the difference between the first Adam and the second Adam, you generalize all creation. You generalize it. But all creation are not the same. All creation are not the same. All creation are not the same. So you just generalize all creation. But there's a difference between the first Adam and the second Adam. First Corinthians, wait, before you go to Romans chapter 8 verse 19, it looks like you are taking, can I go back? For the sake of clarity, let me just keep teaching. Amen. Amen. Say, keep teaching. Say, keep teaching. Keep teaching. Is that not powerful? powerful Is that not powerful? powerful 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. Before we go to Romans chapter 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. Oh, is that not powerful? powerful Wise God. I worship you today. Okay, now listen. Do you see what I've been saying all over here? So if you don't read the Bible, when I say first Adam, second Adam, your mind will be on your Chinese movie. Or uh, the Instagram post you saw. Or the TikTok dance you saw. True or false? So your whole mind will be, that's where your mind will be. Because your mind can't be on anything because it doesn't know anything. But if you are open, if you are reading the scriptures, if you are writing an exam and you see a question, your mind goes to the book, the answer that you've read before you start in the exam room. True or false? Your mind will just go to that and what was written there quickly. And then you come and write it, you write it quickly. So, ah, this one, it was in chapter 4 of that book I was reading. True or false? But you don't know which chapter this one is. So your mind is on first Adam and second Adam. Also, we didn't know church today. Demetria Wuni. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. Do you see there? This is to distinguish. This is not to bring them together. Is he bringing them together here? He's striking a distinction between the first Adam was made the first man, Adam. The first, say first man. 
See first man. When you have a first man and you have a second man and they all give birth, are they the same? Are the children of the second one, do they belong to the first man? No, or the children of the first man belong to the second man? No, they may have the same last name like Adam, Adam. But one is first and one is second and last. Yes, Who heard what I said? Yes, if you heard, give me a wave and shout glory. glory. Is that powerful? So you see it here. The first man, Adam. I didn't want to go back because I've taught this on, on the new birth. The concept of the new birth. It's on Facebook. Just go and listen to it. That will change your mind on who you are. Somebody say, what can I do with this thing? What should I do with this? Malaga dogosh. Ilogosh. When you hear, you understand some of these things, you, wouldn't, you'll be, you'll be, you would not be bothering God. That's all the advantage you have. You stop bothering God. You stop saying God. When? How? When? How? You move from that level. You move to that level and you say be healed in the name of Jesus. Why? Because Jesus lived in a particular way. Even before he died and was raised. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Jesus lived in a particular way. True or false? If you see yourself after the first Adam, you always be living like the Jews and uh, all those people saying, God, when would that be? Hannah prayed, this, 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 and this, 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 and all of that. You, you'll be hannahing yourself. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And be extaring yourself and all of that. When you see yourself after the second Adam, your life will be, how I can change this. How I can increase this. How I can heal this. How I can move. Because you cannot live. Listen, listen, listen. Is this not powerful? I wish I had more to say. I don't have anything to say again. Can, can we close and go home? <laughs> come We can sit on this one the whole day. Is this as it is written? The first man, this is Paul speaking. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. Meaning that the first man, Adam, was made. But he was made or created to make them means ginomai. Say ginomai. To cause to be. To create. To make happen. So he says that the first man, the first man who is Adam, was made a living soul. You see a semicolon there. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Are they the same? No, sir. no, no. All of you look here. Look on the, on, on the board. Are they, are they two men the same? No, sir. I said, are they two men the same? No, sir. He says the first man was what? Sister Francisca. The first man was what? Was made a living soul. Simon, the second man was what? Was made a quickening spirit. Do you see make and make there? This one was made. This one also was made. That means that this one was created and this one also was created. The only difference that this one was the difference that this one was created by the breath of the Almighty. This one was created by the birth of the Almighty. So and God breathed into the house he had formed from the dust. Breathed. And then the spirit of man came out of God into that thing. Yes, sir. The spirit of man. 
came out of the spirit of God into the dust he had formed. And that man was quickened and he became a living soul. The second Adam was begotten. He was born. So the two men are not the same. The birth of Jesus, the birth of the second Adam. He was born by the same Holy Ghost through the word that was released. Come on, shout glory. glory. The first one had his body from the dust. The second one had his body from the womb of a woman. Did you hear what I said? And had his, his life from the same Holy Spirit. So Adam did not have an eternal life. Did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. In his spirit, Jesus had eternal life. Because Jesus was the word of God, which is the life of God made flesh. The word of God is the life of God. Oh, I said hallelujah. Who heard what I said? This thing, I've taught it again and again. Again and again. Two of us. So go and listen to them. But let me just, for the sake of clarity, and sometimes when people watch me for the first time online, they may get confused. What is this man talking about? If you get confused, open First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. It says, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Are they the same? No, Bra Walash was made a living soul. Bra Alfred was made a quickening spirit. Are they the same? No, I didn't write the Bible. Did I write it? No, is that feel that did I write the Bible? No, Have I changed it here? Did I do alteration? I'm not doing any alteration. It's the same thing written that you have not seen. That I'm making you see. Because something can be in your bag and you've never seen it. So you're looking for your keys in your pocket. The difference is somebody come here and say, True or false? So it says, The first man Adam was made a living soul. And the last Adam, say last Adam, was made a quickening spirit. Now continue. 46. 46. How be it that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward that which is spiritual. So he's saying the first man was natural. Oh, this king, I don't know why they, he wrote the English as if he's writing a Chinese English. Right? Do NIV and let's see. Because it's very simple. It's not supposed to say King James English, like Chinese here. How be it that was not spiritual and all that? How be it is here? The spiritual did not come first. Who did not come first? The spiritual. But the natural. And after that, after that, the spiritual. So Adam was a natural man. Yes, sir. Natural. Is Adam the first? Yes, sir. Is Adam the first? Yes, sir. He says Adam was natural. The spiritual did not come first. But the natural. So the natural came first, true or false? Or oh, is this English here? I said the natural did what? Then after that, the what? So Adam was a natural man. Jesus was a spiritual man. Was and is a spiritual man. Because Jesus is. <laughs> and is to come. So he is, he was and is the spiritual man. Go to verse 47. The first, uh, look at it. Look at this one. Is it, is it Pastor Prince explaining? No, 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 no. Sister, Sister, Je Sister Steph. Sister Steph. 
read 47. Can you give her the microphone so that we can hear it everywhere we are in China, in Dubai? All of you online, you are blessed. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Hey, it looks like the microphone is not activated. Are you activated today? The first man was of the dust of the earth. The first man was of the dust of the earth. Is that what he's saying? Yes, sir. The first man was what? Of the dust of the earth. Is it Pastor Prince saying it? No, sir. Okay. Mm -hmm. The second man from heaven. The second man from heaven. Sammy, do you see it there? Yes, sir. The first man. You can sit down. Thank you. The first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man. Bragabi. So if he says the first man and the second man, are they the same people? No, no sir. Huh? We are not the same. So you see what I've been saying from the beginning? That you should understand which generation you belong to. Or which child you are of. Which family? Is it the first Adam or the second Adam? Is it clear here? It's very clear. The problem is most pastors have not read this. They read it from the Sunday school teaching and bring it to church to come and just teach Sunday school. Sometimes, because of Sunday school, you have to make the children like Daisy and all of those understand. So we can see a lot of things there. Two or false. We can even do an act for them to see how Noah and what. Is that not true? So it says the first man was of the dust of the earth, the second man from heaven. Where are you from now? Heaven. Dust or heaven? heaven? So who are you after? Who do you look like? What image are you after? That's very simple. You can't be after the first because you are the church of Jesus Christ. The church of Jesus Christ. I'm the church of Jesus Christ. Who is he? So you are from what? You are from where? How simple is this? This is not simple mathematical equation. Go to verse 48 and let me see that place too. As was the earthly man. Oh. Smoking can Bible and coming bro. Is that not simple? Very simple, sir. Why is this so important? Why is this so important? The question is, how should Christians live? How should you live? That is what, what is making me teach this. Because when you read about the life of Jesus Christ and what he did, and you see Christians depending on Jesus, when will you do? Jesus did not say, Father, when will you do? Oh, one day you understand this thing. Is that not powerful? How do you understand? You understand how the glory one day the whole church will understand this truth Amen. and move from that babyhood to real Christianity. Say real Christianity. Real Christianity. Who understand what I'm saying there? So when you spend your time on TikTok instead of on this one, when I'm teaching your mind will be on TikTok. Is that not true? Yeah, where? We are on Rematon, that's all. You should be on Rematon. You should be on Rematon. 
So it says, as was the earthly man, is it there? Yes, so are those who are of the earth. And as is the man from heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. Is this not the simple thing? Okay, all of you read this one. One, two, go. Wait, as was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earthly man. This time he's bringing the earthly man and his generation. As was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earthly man. And the word is so simple. When it says of, it looks like it's a simple English preposition. Is that not true? But it means a big thing. When it says you are of, it means where do you come from? Or where you come from? Or where you originate? I am of God, the Bible says. John says, for all of you here, you are of God. Anyone who is not born again is of man. So it says that, for as was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earthly man or of the earth. So there are, it didn't say we, it says those who are of the earthly man. This is, and as it is, as is, as is the man from heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. So is it distinguishing between two men? And those who are of them? Is it saying that? So until this truth hits you, you still think you are Adam. That's what I'm saying. Or you are of Adam. The first Adam. And so as long as you think like that, the normalities of life, you see, become something you chase after. The things that happen to Adam, his generation, is normal for you when it happens to you also. Living in some kind of way is normal to you. After all, we are all like Adam. But Paul says that we are all not like Adam. Yes, there are those who are like Adam. Yes, yes, yes. Do you hear what I said? Yes, then there are those who are like the man from heaven. Glory. Are they the same? It says those who are of the second man are of heaven. And as, as is the man from heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. Those who are what? Heaven. Not those who are marching to heaven. Is that what he's saying? Or those who are on their way to heaven. Is that what he's saying? Or those who are going to heaven. I am of heaven. You are of heaven. He says we are fellow citizens with the saints. He says we are fellow citizens with the saints. I wish I had a school. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. So also are those who are of heaven. Now continue. And just as we have borne the likeness of the earthly man, so shall we bear the likeness of the man from heaven. Now, this is not when you read the translation, what we've read to here. And you see, shall we bear? Is that the correct thing to be put there? If we shall bear, you should say that in 45. Yeah. Sister Jem is confused now. A lady, say a lady, and just as we have borne the likeness of the earthly man, man, 
It should be so have we also born the likeness of the man from heaven. Say, I'm like Jesus. Can I give you a scripture that says you are like Jesus? Go to 1 John. Chapter 4, verse 17. That scripture says you are like Jesus. You can say that, oh, this teaching is wrong. But I didn't write the Bible. Did I write it? What I'm doing as a teacher is to show you what has been written. That you have not seen. That majority of Christians have not seen because majority of Christians are still reading on Ezekiel. And how... What? The dry bones. As long as you are still reading, it's not wrong to read it. Last week I explained that. Did I explain it here last week? That to read the Old Testament from the perspective of the new. Else, you will read it and say, all my dry bones, all my dry bones, all my dry bones. Malagadosh. Do you hear what I said? And read it with Daniel in the lion's den. Every lion den you are, I remove you. Amen. Every lion den, I remove you. Maledo koshoto lokotoya. You see that I'm, I'm, I'm decreasing your prayer points now. Huh? So if I, if I don't explain this, you write prayer request. Thousand. The man of God's prayer request is like this building. It's like it means many people have sent prayer requests. They will, they will let you die early. They will, let, they will let you do what? If you don't teach Christians, they will let you die early. With prayer requests that are not prayer requests. Is that not true? Prayer requests that are not prayer requests. Most of them, what they are requesting has already been given to them in Christ. That's what I'm, I said I'm talking about the spirit of grace. Two of us. I've never been started teaching on the spirit of grace. And look at where I am now. Amen. Should I teach it now? So let's continue. This. In this way, love is made. I'm trying to give you the scripture that says you are like Jesus. You can say, as for me, when I look at myself, I don't look like Jesus. I'm wearing a wig. Some say I have a haircut like Papa's own. Some say I have a beard like I don't look like Jesus. Malaga Adoli Akatalaba. Is he talking about something? Yes, sir. Can you all read it here? First John chapter 4, verse 17. One, two, go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because in this world, mm-hmm. we are like Jesus. In this world, we are what? Like Jesus. You are like who? Jesus. Are you like Adam? No, sir. See, if you look like Adam, what brought Adam down will bring you down. Hey. That is, that's, a, the, that's why many pastors say the devil is so powerful. And all of that. The problem is, Adam was deceived, or however you put it. I don't want to go into the theory. <laughs> <laughs> because the Bible says it's not the man that was deceived, the woman that was deceived. I don't want to go into all of that. It will become a lot of English here. Amen. Amen. So let's stay where we are. Say stay, Papa, stay here. Stay here. Stay here. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. As the serpent beguiled Eve. And all of that. So the point, <laughs> the point, the point is. <laughs> second Adam. The point is. The point is. The point is. If you say you are after the first Adam, then I'll take you to the Romans chapter 8. Listen, but if you say that, what it means is that what deceived Adam can deceive you. And the state that Adam fell in after sin is the state you are still in. 
That means that sin still has dominion over you. That, still, that means that Satan still has dominion over you. That means that the consequence of sin, which is sicknesses, spiritual death, lack, are all what? Lord over you. So you are still a kind of creation that Satan has control over. If you say you are after Adam because Adam is such that Satan has control over the first Adam. Oh, hear what I said. Somebody say, what about what Jesus did? This is what Jesus did. <laughs> Shout glory. glory. Is, that not, is that not strange? So even if Jesus had done all that he did, go to the cross, go to hell, and had remained in hell, would they be a Christian? Or would they be a Christian? They'll never have been a Christian. They'll never have been a Christi the Christianity. They would never have been the Lord Jesus. They would never be. They would never have been a person who has the ability to quicken spirits. A whole lot. But it says hearing. Say hearing. Hearing. It's our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. So on the day of or in the day of judgment, Amen. Amen. I say the day of what? Judgment. In the day of judgment. We will have boldness. Yes, sir. Boldness. There will be no fear. When we stand before Jesus, we will have no fear. Yes, sir. Did you hear what I said? Yes, Pastor. We will have no fear. No fear. We will have no fear. You will stand boldly. Because when Jesus is looking at Pastor Obed before him, he's looking at somebody who is just like him. Yes, sir. What will he be telling Jesus? Pastor Obed will be saying, Jesus, you know, after you left and you we are here. We took over Asia. As I speak to you, many hospitals have become saved. Saved, saved. You'll be telling Jesus. Said I was on TV all over. But Robert to say, Jesus, you don't know. I single-handedly sponsored Papa P on TV. In fact, my pastor was on TV stations all over the world because of me. That is the boldness. Good works. That's what he's talking about. Good works. Doing things that promotes the kingdom. What do you use your time for? Because if you stand boldly and you have not, you can stand boldly and have nothing to say. Two of us. You are standing before you say, what do you do? Oh, 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 oh. Then you begin to speak in tongues there. By the time you turn and you see, you see another man standing there and talking about, our life says, Jesus, you don't know. Papa P posted me somewhere to Australia somewhere. Shout glory, shout glory. And when I entered Australia, I took over the nation. In fact, as you can see, there are a lot of souls, people are saved. Many are healed. Even the minister of state that did not believe in you, after the dead was raised, he believed. He says you have boldness to stand and talk. Because we have been created unto good works. Yes, and we have lived by this understanding to produce the good works. Yes, so we are not going to Jesus to feel, hey, Charlie, I, I said yesterday, hey. That's not what we are going to tell Jesus. Somebody says, what if I sin? Why will you sin? 
Did you hear what I said? Yes, Somebody says, what if I sin? Why will you sin? Because you see, the ability to sin is not in you. Do, do, do you get what I'm saying? Can I show you certain things? There, there is no ability in you now to sin. The, oh, the ability to sin is in the first Adam and his generation. The second Adam does not have that ability. You have been given that ability to do. To, the ability to live the right life. I've said, when you see a tomato and say, live, and you don't put it in the fridge, you are living. Very soon we'll be demonstrating life. Say life. life, life. Say, say life. life. You demonstrate like that we bring life out. Bring life out. So those prayer points that we prayer request, man of God, pray for me. I've tried all my visa. Man of God, pray for me. I've tried all my days. Man of God, pray for me. And 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 you see the prayer request all over. In in all of that. Some say it's Papa against prayer request. I think that most of their request in the prayer has is out of ignorance. Did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. Most of them are out of what? Ignorance. So it's making the Christians live a religious life. Religious life. Religious life. They are not they are not serious with God. Nothing, God, nothing. When there is problem, then they run. Let me go to one of me. When I go to one of me, he would, she will take my prayer request and pray and anoint and pour oil and put in this and put a rod. <laughs> is that not true? <laughs> Let me run and go and see Pastor Bell. Pastor Bell, I'm going through this. Pastor Bell say, okay, come. What is the problem? Don't worry, don't worry. Don't. Put the prayer request there and go, go, go. Don't worry, I'll work all the things for you. <laughs> that is not bad. I wonder what you do when the devil comes to your room and Pastor Obed is not there. How you have seen de- have you seen a demon before? Who have, if you have seen a demon before, let me see. You have seen a demon before. Who has ever seen a demon before? Or demons before, or an evil spirit before. I've not seen evil spirit before. That day, you melt before the prayer request comes. If you don't know what you are doing. Do you get what I'm saying? But when you put the prayer request down and the witches in the family release some demon and the demon comes to your room and meets you sitting down and crossing your legs and holding a, what do you call it? Watching Yes Nation live. And you are watching. A demon will watch some with you and go back. You just, a demon will stand there and do like this and watch small and then go back. When he goes, you tell those who send him that this, this guy where he's passing is different. Let's leave him. Maybe the demon may get up, end up even hearing some kind of knowledge. You school the demons too. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. Is that not strange? See, I'm not an ordinary person. If you ever see this scripture just throughout this week, from Monday to Friday, and you just sit on it for 30 minutes every day. And tell yourself, for as Jesus is, so am I. I'm so bold. As Jesus is, so am I. As Jesus is, so am I. He said, where? In this world. Why did he say? So, so, so you see, it means that in the mind of Jesus, according to these scriptures, 
We don't have to say, Jesus, this is happening. Please, will you interfere? No. No, without confusing angels. They are confusing angels with that. They said, I released my angel. They didn't go. As long as you are calling Jesus to come, angel won't go. But when you stand boldly say, in the name of Jesus, I am as he is. I live in his name. No demon can pass this area. No devil can touch my marriage. Did you hear what I said? For as he is, so are you in this world. So am I in this world. So if he says, I am like him in this world, what is he expecting? Did you hear what I said? What is he expecting? I am like Jesus. So what is Jesus expecting if I am like him? That's the question. Is that not a question? He's expecting me to live like him here. To live a godly life. To demonstrate his righteousness. To demonstrate his love. To demonstrate his wisdom. To demonstrate his wealth. To demonstrate his health. To live in health. To activate his health. <laughs> so I'm activating the health. I'm activating. activating the health. Now think about it. Is that not powerful? powerful That's what the Bible says. That's not what Pastor Prince is saying. I'm just showing you. Go to Romans there. I've not even taught anything. I've started teaching. But at least this will help you to understand what I've been teaching for the past three weeks or four weeks. This scripture alone. I didn't want to raise it on purpose. I said, no, if I don't raise it today, some of you will go home confused. Is that not true? Romans chapter 8, verse 20. So, he's distinguishing between the first Adam and the second Adam. We are off the second and last Adam. Say it. Say, I am off the first. I am off the second and the last Adam. In Romans chapter 8, verse what, 22, 19 to 22, take us there quickly. Who is, who is there? Who is online? Who is online? Who is online? Who is here also? Who is here? Yes, sir. When you speak in tongues, gosh, speak in tongues, speak in tongues. Because when you speak in tongues like that, you are stirring up these truths. You are stirring up no matter the opposition. Malago do gozosh. My last, you live your life, you are living on a purpose. Oh, who just heard what I said? Mention your name. Say, I am like, say, I, Brawalash, I'm like Jesus. I, okay. I'm like say, I'm not saying that because Pastor, P, Pastor Prince said it. I'm saying that because Apostle John has written it down. And Apostle Paul has written it down. I have seen it today. I, seen I won't it let it go. Did you hear what I said? In the name of Jesus. I'm like Jesus. As I sit in my car, I sit like Jesus. When you say you are like Jesus in the car, what does it mean? Jesus is the one driving. As you sit in that plane, you are like Jesus. As you sit in that chair in the office, you are like Jesus. Whatever they do against you there, with that chair, under your chair, with your shoe, with your slippers, with your, with your hair, and all that, you sit like, can, can they do something against Jesus? No, can they do something against Jesus? Can there be an enchantment against Jesus? 
can witches gather against Jesus? I pray all the witches in my family die, die, die. That's, that's, what that's a prayer request. When they pray, say, all the witches in my family must die. That they, they are responsible for me not traveling again. Then they send it. The man of God start praying. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. You are like Jesus. No witches in your family can work against you. Did you hear what I said? Yes, Pastor. If we heard that, we shout glory to that. Glory. Think about it. And knowledge that makes you so bold and makes you proud of yourself. Yes. I said what? Yes. Makes you proud of yourself. Nobody can, can make you look down on yourself. You say, but I have a boss in my workplace. I'm not the boss. So what? If you are not the boss, so what? You don't need to be the boss. All you need is to exhibit greatness. Ah. And your boss will come and look for you. Who yes, heard okay, what I just said? There are lots, sometimes when you look at scriptures like this, this, these are our meditations. You look at scriptures like this. And you look at the church with that eye of the word. You look at the church. I'm not talking about just here. You're looking at the church of Jesus Christ. And look at how the church of Jesus is living. And some are just proud. We are 50,000. We are 100,000 in the church. When we go to church, 100,000. Forget the 100,000. Look here. Why? Because if all of us, the 100,000, 50,000, 20,000, 5,000, all of us, us are living like Jesus on this earth. Living like Jesus. Because we are like Jesus. What will happen? Tell me. The world cannot contain us. 5,000 is too much. One person in the world can't contain by this time, the whole U.S. has changed. So as for Christianity in U.S., you don't understand Baba P. As for Afghanistan, you don't understand Baba P. Malagadosh. We don't need to understand. We just have to live like Jesus in Afghanistan. If you live like Jesus in Afghanistan, what will happen? Do you know what it means? It means you can just enter your room and look at the chief imam. And say, chief imam, by, oh, tomorrow by this time, you wouldn't die, but you'll be lying down unable to speak and talk and do anything. And chief imam will be lying down, unable to speak and talk and anything. Just like Elijah, Elijah said. He said, he said uh, what? There will be no, no, no rain unless according to my word. So he said, chief imam, you'll be lying down unless according to my word. Then you go back to the chief. You are not going to kill the chief imam. You don't, you don't need to. You, you want to demonstrate some kind of power. Once you get a, a higher authority, and you demonstrate that power, there is permission everywhere. Ah! Shout glory. glory. Who heard what I said there? We are, see, we, are, we are warming up. We are warming up. We are warming up. By the time you lay, it happened with Lester Samra when he was sent to Philippines. And there was no opportunity to preach about, the, 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 to preach Philippines at that time. Even now, there is still not opportunity, much opportunity. Is that not true? And then there was a lady was demon possessed and that lady was doing a lot of things in that country and the lady was brought on TV the, the lady was de de demonstrating some kinds of evil things and all that and all of them were like hey this one the demon Lester Samuel entered into the room for three days Kalatush spoke in tongues came out went to the police station Told the people that that lady, she can deliver the lady. They brought the lady out. She delivered the lady. The mayor in the town 
gave him an auditorium to start work. If you can deliver this lady, then you can start work here. You can do more than what you think. Yes, sir. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You are greater than wherever you find yourself now. No matter what anybody says, don't, don't, don't define yourself by your present environment physically. Don't do that. No matter what you have or you don't have. You may be using a throttle and everybody is using, some people are using Rolls Royce and some people are using a Ferrari and some people are using a, it still doesn't make you inferior. No. Did you hear what I said? Yes, master. Still doesn't make you inferior. Yes, what you need to do is to build yourself up. I've told you about the blessings, true or false. I'm still teaching on the blessings. And produce things. We are, we are producers. <laughs> I don't know how to say it again. It means that you, you, you have what it takes to manifest. To do what? It means that when you reach your, your workplace or your business, you, there is something in you. Can we enter into something else? You manifest what it is. That's what I was talking about, the spirit of grace. The spirit of grace. Say the spirit of grace. Say the spirit of grace. We don't have time, but go to Romans chapter 8, verse 19. I've heard that nowadays when I teach, it's too long. It's too long, so I have to cast anything short. Because I wanted to catch all of these things. When I come the following Sunday, it looks like I'm teaching something else. Is that not true? Flow, say flow, say flow, flow. For the earnest expectation of the creature is this waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. Uh-huh. You see that? The expectation of the creature. When it says the creature, it's talking about the people who are not born again. Another translation says creation. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Uh-huh, verse 21. Oh, because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Verse 22. For we know, for we do what? We know. We know that the whole creation, in fact, all the fishes in the sea are all groaning. It is for we know that the whole creation groaneth. Another translation says that the whole creation is in birth pains or pangs and traveled in pain together until now. What is the hope of the creation? The church. He calls us the children of God. If the, the whole creation is expecting deliverance from the children of God, and the children of God have 100 prayer requests. They're not an issue. Spend time with the Holy Ghost. That's all you should do. Spend time. Spend time. Can, do you understand what I'm saying? Take us to Hebrews chapter 10. Who heard what I just said there? Come on, shout glory. See, I'm not an ordinary person. I'm a child of God. I walk in victory. I can't be defeated. I walk in life. I walk in health. I demonstrate God. Go to Hebrews chapter 10 verse 29. I said what? The spirit of grace. Is that not powerful? I'm not an ordinary person. Say, I'm not an ordinary person. I don't walk in fear. I don't live in fear. I'm not afraid of demons. I'm not afraid of death. I don't live. I can't live in fear. 
Say, I have been made in Christ. So he says that, and has done this despite or despite. Now that word means insult. The Greek word means has insulted the spirit of grace. But we are not going to the exact scripture there because if we go there to become another issue today, we have to close at 5 a.m. Amen. Not p.m. 5 a.m. So we won't go there. But what I wanted to, you to see is the spirit of grace. Now when you read the scriptures, at one point in time, I think in Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 10, it talks about, Romans chapter 8, it talks about the spirit of life. The spirit of grace. The spirit of grace is also the Holy Ghost. But you see, sometimes the work of the Holy Spirit is attached to him in the scriptures. Write it down. Sometimes the work of the Holy Ghost is attached to him. It's not just his work. His ability. The ability and work of the Holy Ghost is attached to him. It's attached to him in the writings, in the, in the, in the, in the epistles. So you see where he says, the spirit of love. Sometimes it says, the spirit of life. Because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of life. Why is he called the spirit of life? Because he is the one who brings life into man. And the same person who guides the human spirit to walk in that life. Sometimes it's referred to as the spirit of love. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And in this particular passage, it's referred to as the spirit of grace. Why? Because as the spirit of grace, he is responsible for the inner workings and the outworkings of the works of Jesus on this earth. So if we say grace, Dr. John, what did you say grace was again? Mm -hmm. Grace is the outworkings of God. Uh -huh. According <laughs> according to his purpose, based on the counsel of his will. So when he says, that he calls the Holy Ghost the spirit of grace, it means that the Holy Spirit has that responsibility to work out the purposes of God, the plans of God, through the Christian on this earth. Who heard what I said there? So everything that God planned from before the foundation of the world was actually worked out by God, the Holy Ghost. Now, I've said this before. This is very important. Is this very important? Is this very important? Who heard what I just said there? So the Spirit of grace is the person of God. The person of the Holy Spirit. Responsible. Write it down. The Spirit of grace is the person of God. The person of the Holy Ghost. Responsible. Responsible for administering grace. 
administering grace. Is that powerful? He is the person of God. The Spirit of grace is the person of God. Or what? The person of the Holy Spirit responsible for administering what? Grace. Responsible for giving grace. Write it down. Responsible for working out God's plans, God's purpose, God's provisions in Christ Jesus. It's responsible for that on this earth or in the church on this earth. So if you want to experience grace, that experience will be done by who? The Holy Spirit. Who oh, hear what I said there? Is that powerful there? Is that powerful? Is that powerful? So it's also referred to as the spirit of grace. So it means that when we say that we are walking in ever increasing grace, we are so sure that we can experience ever increasing grace because the person responsible for that, for that working is also living in you. I've said you can't live as a Christian. You can't live without the Holy Ghost. You can't do what? You can't. If they say when we say the spirit of life, it means that the Holy Ghost is responsible for that, for life, Zoe, the God kind of life. The God kind of life is the solution to every sickness and death. The God kind of life. Just like the God kind of blessings that I explained here, the Abrahamic blessing is the solution to lack. So, the God kind of life, for instance, is the mechanism for health. Can a person live in health without sicknesses? Yes. Has the provision been made? Yes. Will the person take advantage of that? Yes. How? By knowing. And by fellowshipping with the Holy Ghost. So as if the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Is that what it says? The spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. If he dwells in you. And it says that same Holy Ghost that raised Jesus from the dead shall give life not to your spirit only, but to your mortal bodies. It means that he will immortalize your mortal bodies. That mechanism is already in you. It's not going to come from heaven. It's not going to what? You don't need a request for that. <laughs> Who heard what I said there? Now it talks about the spirit of grace. Now let me give you certain scriptures and then we close with this one. Is this not powerful? So the spirit of grace is the inner abilities. Write it down. Is the inner abilities. Comma. The inner abilities. Say inner abilities. The spirit of grace is the inner Abilities. I call that spirit abilities. Say spirit abilities. Write that one down so that you can use it for status. 
instead of showing pictures of you dancing, use this one. On, on TikTok. Someone else has done it too. And what else has come again? <laughs> Snapchat. Is that not powerful? You say spirit abilities at work in me. Spirit abilities. So those are inner abilities. Say inner abilities. Inner abilities. Into bracket spirit abilities or spirit abilities. Yay. So you can write spirit dash abilities. Spirit abilities. Is that not true? Inner abilities, spirit abilities, comma, inner workings. Inner workings. And outworkings. Outworkings of the plans of the purposes of the provisions of Christ Jesus through the church on this earth. Do you hear what I said? So you're talking about the inner abilities and the inner workings and the outworkings of God's plans, God's purpose. God's, the, the reason is that the church can do nothing without the Holy Ghost. Did you hear what I said? The church of Jesus can do nothing. Everything that is done on this earth through the church is done by the spirit. Write it down. Everything that is done on this earth through the church. Through the church. Everything that is done on this earth through the church. Everything that is done on this earth through the church. Everything that is done on this earth through the church. Is actually done by the Holy Spirit. Under the Lordship of Jesus. Is done by the Holy Ghost. Is done how? By the Holy Ghost. Under the Lordship of Jesus. Everything that is done by the church on this earth is done by the Holy Ghost. It's done by the Holy Ghost. Under the Lordship of Jesus. The Spirit of Grace is the God person. Write it down. It's the God person and God power at work in the Christian and through the Christian. The spirit of grace is the God person and God power or God ability See. at work in and through the Christian on this earth. At work in and at work through the Christian on this earth. Nothing can be done without the Holy Ghost. Nothing supernatural can be done without the Holy Ghost. 
Nothing supernatural can be done without the Holy Ghost. Nothing supernatural can be done without the Holy Ghost. And it takes the supernatural to experience who you are. To manifest who you are. It's the supernatural. It takes the spirit to manifest. It takes the spirit. Is that not powerful and strange? I said, is that not powerful and strange? Come on, shout glory. glory. Oh, hey, what I just said there. So when we talk about the spirit of grace, we are talking about the God person. The God power. That is at work in you. And at work through you. We are talking about the inner abilities. Life is an inner ability. Righteousness is an inward ability. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? The authority of Jesus, the authority of the church is an inner ability. That is why Jesus said that if I by the finger of God do cast out demons, the finger of God is the power of God. You can't cast out demons except through the power of the Spirit. You can say out, but the force that pulls the demon out is the Holy Ghost. But he said, come out of this area in the name of Jesus. You are talking to demons in certain regions and certain areas that you live. There are demons in those areas, if you don't know. Do you know that? Those are regional demons and territorial demons. They are what? Territorial demons and regional demons and area demons. That's why there are certain areas in Accra here, for instance. No matter what you do, you become a weed smoker or a drunkard. Is that true or false? I stayed, I stayed in Laboni for some time. All the guys that I ever knew ended up like that. That's a territory. There was that territorial demon I had to deal with. And when I come there, you ran away. You say, this guy has come again. I, we dealt with we dealt with that territorial demon and all his agents to the point where they all started confessing one by one. I'm not telling you a story. I'm telling you something which happened. Sometimes when I show up like that in my shorts, I didn't have a car. You don't need a car to do things. What is car? So I, I didn't. I don't have a car. You know, those are those are what we call all other things shall be added. See, all other things shall be added. They are important because you can't. You can't, you can't walk from Adenta to here. I'm just using Adenta because it's short. But they're important. But there are other things that are added. Through the blessings, they are added. Some of you, if you know where you, what will happen to you, by this time, when you, are, when, you are, when you are in your room, you'll be singing songs of praise. You say, I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. You'll be composing your own songs. Aleto kosotoya. Ilago supari katush, valito koporoko tokosoya, ligete koproko tokosoto, ligu sapura kata fala katoso, lege digi sibiri kiti palakadosh, valetu supari katakasa, ilege sepete kose preko sepa, liba kose peri katosh, meliko sopro koto koso. Ligese pere koto kosete, ligu safura kose pelede, ilogo soproko se prete, ah zatele, zatele.
Azito Kopo Sete Kepe Lite Kepete Balata 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 Shata Igada 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 Zade Ku Shata Livu Sapa Rata Kale Izo Dele Kabu Sata Ilagada 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 Zeta Kapaha Masete Ize Felikata Mataka Sataka Izoto Kopakasa Malite Kepelikatosh Rakata Rakata Ah, we love you, Jesus. Come on, shout glory. When you when you when you speak in tongues like this, I wonder why people take cocaine and and cigarettes and drugs and we when you speak in tongues, see my eyes have just changed right now. When you speak in tongues like this, you just change. Instead of cocaine, you drink spiritual cocaine. Malagadosh. You become bold. When the word is in you, you become so bold. You become so bold. The things that you see, they are not changing. You begin to change them. You begin to change them. Some of you, you become so different, people will not be able to explain you. Say, watch out, watch out, watch out. Say, say I'm a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. I'm working on something. I'm working on something. Say we are working on something. We are working on something. The inner workings. The inner workings. There's a kind of inner working that won't let you sleep. There's a kind of inner workings of the Holy Ghost. It's like fire is burning in your spirit. It's an inner working of the Holy Ghost that won't let you say, I, I can't listen to Papa P's message. Anybody who can't listen to my message is cold. If you stay cold, you never listen. You have to, you have to heat up yourself. You put yourself on fire. Just for 30 minutes. See, when you see a demon in your room speaking tongues, not because the demon will hear, they say, because the demons don't hear tongues. So the reason why we speak in tongues is because demons, what kind of basic Christianity is this? It's what, class one? Because when you speak in tongues like that, you are putting yourself, you are setting your spirit aflame. And that flame moves from your spirit into your body. You say, demon, now touch me, let's see. You dare the devil. You dare the devil. Oh, Says you dare the devil. Say you dare. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. glory. No matter what you are going through, if you take what I'm sharing with you seriously, you move from glory to glory. Yeah. You move from glory. You may be having challenges. You move from glory to glory. You move. I'm so sure of that. I'm so what? Because I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at what is inside you. I'm looking at who is inside you. When we talk about the Holy Spirit, we are talking about the person who made the world the way it is. When we talk about the Holy Ghost. When we say that this Holy Ghost is in you to work out things, it's because we have not, when you have time, can I give you an assignment? Read scripture. You just read from Acts. To Revelation on just the Holy Ghost. 
the work of the Holy Ghost, the work of the Holy Ghost. Because we are talking about the spirit of grace, right this now, I just remembered. We are talking about the ministry and the ministrations. The ministry and the ministrations of the Holy Ghost within and without. Within and without, that means within and outside. The ministry of the Holy Ghost within you. The spirit of grace at work. So the scripture says, give us more grace to the humble. Who does the giving? The Holy Ghost. So that we will come boldly to the throne. And obtain mercy and find grace. The Holy Ghost. Is this not powerful? Without the Holy Ghost, the spirit of grace, Jesus couldn't work out anything as a son of God. He was a son of God. He could produce nothing. As a son of God, he was just enjoying Banku and Akwele. When the Holy Ghost came, the ministry and the ministrations of the Spirit began. There is nothing that cannot happen in your life. Write this down. There is nothing. There is nothing. In, there is nothing that cannot happen in and through you. There is nothing. There is nothing impossible. So this thing is impossible. Even the doctor say this thing is impossible. Even my uh, uh, boss say this thing is impossible. There is nothing impossible because there is nothing impossible. When it comes to the Holy Ghost, He is specialized in changing what is impossible to possible. The angel said, but for with God, says nothing shall be impossible. For with God. Who is hear what I'm saying there? So, there, it is not just that we are walking in ever-increasing grace. The person for the outworkings of the grace is also resident in us. Who hear what I said? So when we say you can move from tens to tens, tens of thousands, the person to have you read the scriptures before? Oh, is this not powerful? I wish I had time to talk about the Holy Ghost. But you see, you should believe. You should believe. You should know these things must be certain to you. These truths must be certain to you. Go to Zechariah, where we cut those things from. Zechariah, Zechariah, whatever you say it. It's all here. Chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. We don't have time, but let me just show you this. Is that not powerful? See, the spirit of grace. Safrida, are you tired already? <laughs> Dr. Sandra, are you tired already? See, the spirit of grace. And... Let me just finish with these scriptures. Can I give you some two scriptures? So I don't come to the spirit of grace again next week. Then he answered, because I can teach this grace out to December. The way I'm looking at it, I may enter December. I don't want to go into December. Too. <laughs> then he answered and spoke unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord. Do you see it there? Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. So you are wondering, how would the business just turn around? You say, it's by my spirit. 
How will, just, how will I just walk in health and never be sick again? By my spirit. How will I get pregnant to twins? By my spirit. How will my hair begin to grow? By my spirit. How will my business begin to increase? By my spirit. Are you there? How will the blessings of Abraham manifest in my life? By my spirit. He said, it is not by mind. It is not by power. By my spirit, said the Lord. It is by who? By my, spirit. my spirit. Now continue verse 7. Look at what he says there. Who art thou, O great mountain? He says, before Zerubbabel. Say, before Pastor Prince. Say it. Mention your name there. Do you understand? Before Pastor Nana, you become a plane. He says, who art thou, O great mountain? So the mountain is great. Do you understand? But it says, but before Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel is the name of a person like you. It thou shalt become a plain. It means that that mountain will be leveled down. How? By my spirit. Do you see it there? It will be leveled down. It will be what? It will be leveled down. Thou shalt become a plain. Then it says, and it shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings crying grace 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 unto it so the shouting the bringing of the headstone with shouting who is going to bring the headstone the spirit when the spirit raises the headstone there will be shoutings of grace shoutings of the outworkings of the spirit shoutings of the outworkings of the spirit on the headstone who is the headstone? Jesus Christ. Jesus is the headstone. Say it after me. Why is it the headstone? This is a prophetic utterance concerning Jesus. The scriptures call Jesus the head. So a headstone in building is the stone that is put on the head of the building. Is that true? So when there is a wall like this, the stone on the stones or the, what is laid on the wall this is the building laid on the wall is the headstone and the wall that is under the head is the other stones it's the wall is that true so when you take let's take a this is a wall this is a wall this side is the headstone all this the wall this is the headstone so when he says that he shall bring forth the headstone thereof, he's talking about Jesus because Jesus is the head of the church. And the one who is going to bring forth the headstone is the spirit. Why? And it has happened now. It's the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. And he raised Jesus from the dead to be the head over all things to the church. Who is hear what I'm saying? So you see that now, when it comes to Ephesians chapter 2, where we read last, we ended last week. Where did we end last week? Move there from here. So it says that grace, grace unto it. The shoutings of grace on Jesus. Jesus is grace. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. glory. Is that powerful? Look at what I just said here. It's by the Spirit. It's the Spirit that brought Jesus from the dead. The Spirit that brought Jesus. 
when Jesus came out, he became the head of the church. The church is whosoever believes in the head. So the scriptures call him the head over his body. Can I give you a scripture like that? Go to Ephesians chapter 1, quickly. Quickly to verse 21, 22. Ephesians 1. Is it Ephesians 1? Yes, Ephesians 1, 21, 22. Quickly on that. Then I'll take you back to Zachariah. The, 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 the scripture I want us to juxtapose. Zachariah, Ephesians 2. Do you understand? Oh, do you understand? I'm looking like a lawyer this morning. All that I'm saying is like a Chinese movie. Where is it? Are we there? Ephesians chapter 1, quickly, 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 to 21. Oh, give the Lord a shout of glory. Turn to some other person. Are you hearing what Papa is saying? I'm trying to get you to remove the limitations from your mind. This year, the spirit of grace will do mind, accomplish mighty things in your life. Amen. Walk with the Holy Ghost. Walk with the spirit of grace. I said what? Walk with the spirit of grace. Sometimes when I see Christians praying, oh God, oh God, in my mind, sometimes when I'm just, I'm just looking at Christians praying like that, like all the answers to this prayer is in my spirit. It's in your spirit. Oh, that, that's there. Fire above all prince, but go to verse 22. You don't want to come to this one. Mm -hmm. And has put all things under his feet. Do you see it there? Is it there? Has put all things under his feet. And gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Do you see it there? So he is the head over all things. He is the headstone. The church is the building. The walls. The building. The church. And he is the headstone of the wall. You hear what I said? Or the headstone of the church. So he says he has made him to be. Here, when you read, he talks about how Jesus was raised from the dead. From verse 18, from verse 19. Then he comes to tell us that by that resurrection, he has made him to be the head over all things to the church. Then verse 20 says, he says what in verse 23? Which is his body? The fullness of him that fills all in all. So it says that Jesus is the head of his church. The church is the body of Jesus. And Jesus is the head of his body. So the whole church is the body of Jesus. As, as individuals, I am, I am the body of Jesus. He is the head. Collectively, we are the body of Jesus. He is the head. You see what I'm saying? And everything about the head is accomplished through the body, through the Holy Spirit. Did you hear that? So when, when you stay from Zachariah, where we read, and you move to Ephesians, take us to Ephesians quickly, chapter 2, from verse 20, I think, or 21, 22. Ephesians chapter 2, where we ended last week, and I said I'll come back to this scripture. Yes, is this not powerful? And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the foundation of the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So Jesus is a headstone. He's also a cornerstone. But let us not come into the cornerstone now. Maybe one day I'll teach you that. Jesus is the headstone. Jesus is the cornerstone. This was another teaching on his own. But it says, are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets and Jesus Christ himself being 
the chief cornerstone upon which all the building stands. Continue to 21. Is that not powerful? Do you see there? In whom all the building, who are all the building? All the building. So I said Jesus is the headstone over the building. Say it after me. Jesus is the headstone over the building. He is the head over his church, which is his body. Jesus is my head. Do you know what it simple means? When we say Jesus is Lord, or Jesus is my Lord, that's what it means. He's your head. He's your Lord. Do you hear what I said? Then hmm. it says, all the building, who are all the building? We are. In whom all the building fitly framed together, grow it. So the building cannot be standing, cannot be stagnant. The building must grow. So the building groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. The building is growing, which is us. We are growing. The, build, the building fitly framed together. How are we framed together? Oh, stand up, Gawalash. Stand up, Pastor Emmanuel. Hold hands like this. Just clock your hands like that. Like that. Yes, Sister Sandra. Dr. Sandra, hold it. Uh-huh. The building is fitly framed together. This is what he's talking about. Are we, are we framed together? So the building is framed together. You can't be an island Christian. That's why every Christian must belong to a church. Hmm. Did you hear what I said? Because we are all fitly framed together as a building. And we are all. Pastor Ben, join them. Join them there. Is that powerful? We are afraid to join them here. Evening, join them there. And evening's friend, join them there. <laughs> is that not powerful? Do you see it? So, the building is fitly framed together. And the building like this, do they look like individuals, one by one by one? They are all growing, or we are all growing onto an holy temple. Oh, is that not powerful? Go to 22. In whom you also are built together. Do you see there? In Jesus, we are all built together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. What is an habitation? What's an habitation? A dwelling place. So it says that we are being built together as, an, as a dwelling place of God. How? How? Through the Spirit. So once the Holy Ghost is in you, we are habitations of God. We are the dwelling places of God. We are being built up. Then he's saying that it's not by mind. He says it's not by power. It's by my spirit. So even the building up is by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the one who is overseeing the growth of the church. And the growth of each member of the church, of the body. Your level of growth is not hidden to the Holy Ghost now. Did you hear what I said? The more you grow, the more the Holy Ghost knows your level of maturity at that time. Is this not important? So it is not hidden to the Holy Spirit. 
So the headstone and his body. Now he talks about he being the head over his building. And he still talks about the same spirit. That was at work in raising up the headstone. The same spirit at work in building up the body. The building. Say the building. building. So in Zechariah it says it's the headstone. Here it says we are a building. Are we not a building? Yes. We are a building. We are being built up. Layers upon layers. Lines upon lines. But fitly framed. Come on, shout glory. glory. Who understands that? You can sit down. You can please sit down. Those of you just, is that not powerful? Who caught what I just said there? Philippians chapter 2. And let me end with that. So that you know what I'm talking about. But I don't bring Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13. There is the ability of the spirit of grace to produce wealth. To do what? You are multiplying in the name of Jesus. Your business is multiplying in the name of Jesus. Your finances are multiplying in the name of Jesus. The work of your hands is multiplying in the name of Jesus. Manto kolobosa. Philippians chapter 2. Now look at this scripture. Is this not a powerful scripture? For it is God. Which worketh. That is why Paul talks about the manifestation of the spirit. When he talks about the manifestation of the spirit. He's talking about the outworkings of the spirit. But there is the ministry of the Holy Ghost in you. It's a ministry of grace. Right now. There is the work of the Holy Ghost in us. In leading you. In guiding your spirit. In teaching you. Then there is his work through you. Until the Holy Ghost is manifested through you. You can't see the results of the word of God. You can't. So Paul takes his time to talk about the manifestations of the spirit. In giftings. In what? Giftings. We talk about the graces that is on ministers of the gospel. So that this one is a prophet and prophesies in this way. This one is a prophet and prophesies in this way. This one just say, miracles are happening. This one to speak in tongues, miracles are happening. Those are manifestations of grace. Manifold graces, diverse graces. We go into all of that. How? Through the Holy Ghost. You said I went. They just laid me. I don't. They laid my hands on me. I had the pain. I don't know where the pain just disappeared. That's a manifestation of grace. That's what. Through the Spirit of Grace at work in the person who laid the hands. Because if the pain is here and you are going to feel the pain, what will make the pain just the pain, the pain just disappear? It's a supernatural act. Is that true or false? Supernatural act. That is why he is referred to as the spirit of grace. He has, the, he has been granted the ability to work within the Christian and to work outside of the Christian. So that the Christian makes a declaration and sitting in the church and goes home. Yet the spirit of God goes to accomplish that declaration. Because it's the spirit of outworkings. Is the spirit of what? He is the spirit of outworkings. He is the spirit of inner workings. That's what I'm talking about as the spirit of grace. Who understand that? 
You understand? Give me a wave and shout glory. glory. So it says, for it is God who is operational, operative, effective. For it is God which worketh in you. In who? In who? Both to do his will and to do of his good pleasure. So who is at work in you? God. God. Which God? The Holy Ghost. The, Holy Ghost. the working of God in you. The working of God through you is the working of the Holy Ghost in you and through you. Yeah. If you heard that child, glory. glory. Who understands what I just taught right now? So both the head, the overseer of the church here is the Holy Ghost. Is what? Holy Ghost. Overseeing the growth of the church. So we're seeing your growth individually. So we're seeing the growth as a body, collectively. It's overseeing. He is making sure that you are prepared and you are ready for the rapture. Because if you are not ready, he can't take you. He's the one to take you. Do you hear what I said? When the trumpet sounds, the one who will carry you from here to up, to be in the air, to hang in the air like he did with Jesus, is the Holy Ghost. Is who? The Holy Ghost. If on that day you are in the club, together with your boyfriend, on that day, we can't, we can't rapture you from the club. It's not possible. Is it possible to rapture you from the club? Did you hear what I said? It's not possible to rapture you where? From the club. Where they are playing for my case. Oh. You, are, you are busy dancing to for my case. Is that not true? Then you just hear, Papa Nana, Papa, Scrabby Power. By the time you hear that, you won't hear. You see, all of us are in the air. You'll still be here. Wearing your, what do you call it? And waiting, dancing with your boyfriend. By the time you come out, that's when you know that WCN, that you belong to, we have gone already. First, we have, we have moved. Is that not powerful? Shall we please be upstanding? Who is blessed today? So we are praying for 10 minutes over the work of our hands. This year, I'm teaching you some of these things because now, I'm going to recommend a particular message that I think everybody should. On Monday, I'll let them put it there. Pastor Fair, the greatness of his power, the exceeding greatness of his power. Make sure you listen to that message and open the scriptures alongside. The Holy Ghost. One day, Aaron, the priest, high priest, put his rod down. By the time he came the next day, the rod that was dry had budded through the Holy Ghost. Your change is instant. Is that not true? Your preparation takes time. But transformation and manifestation is instant. By the time we change, in the twinkle of, of an eye, you shall be changed. Your change is in the twinkle of an eye. Shout glory. glory. When I say your change, I'm talking about your manifestations. Showing who you are. We ought to show who we are on this earth. What do you think? Or just hide in church and be flexing over our cars and our suits and our. If we flex over our Ferraris, the world can do the same. And when we lay hands on headaches and they disappear, the world will see that we are different. Works. Say works. We are praying for 10 minutes. Say 10 minutes. How have you been blessed? 
the spirit of grace is at work in me. The spirit of grace is at work through me. Say the spirit of grace is at work in me. The spirit of grace is at work through me. Say say the spirit of grace is at work in me. The spirit of grace is at work through me. Say again say the spirit of grace is at work in me. The spirit of grace is at work through me. Say say the spirit of grace is at work in me. He is in me. This year, I can only experience his workings, his manifestations, his demonstrations, his ministrations, his distributions in the name of Jesus. When I enter the auditorium, when I enter the auditorium with the spirit of grace, with the spirit of grace, there will be great outpouring. There will be great outpouring of changes, of changes, of miracles, of miracles, of great accomplishments, of great accomplishments. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, is that not awesome and powerful? It's awesome and powerful, sir. You lay hands, you lay hands, you declare, you decree, you pray. Oh, manto koto sotoyo shata. Lift up everything that you brought, every item, every point of contact. We call it point of contact in the presence of the Lord. As we pray for the next 10 minutes. Ah, later, Pahasa. Those online to pick your point of contact. Oh, shoto kolo bo shata. Manta tadodosh. Mente te de de. 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 Mante Manda <laughs> Ia 
Jesus, you are the Savior. You are the same. Wherever you are, just lift up your hands. You never, you never change. You never fail. You are the same God. You are the same God. Oh, you are Jesus. You are the same God. lift up your hands wherever you are I speak into your life in the name of Jesus whatsoever you want to see manifest in the year 2022 I declare that this is a great year for all of you I said this is a great year for all of you in the name of Jesus I speak and I declare I release promotions I release new jobs. I release new opportunities. I speak growth and expansion. In the name of Jesus, I declare changes by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I bless you. None is lacking this year. Amen. Every opportunity that is supposed to come to you, we release that opportunity right now. Amen. Every helper, every partner, every buyer, every customer, we release them wherever they are Amen. by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We release them by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, shout glory. glory. Oh, give the Lord another shout of glory. glory. This year will be one of the greatest year ever. Amen. For you, when men shall say there's a casting down, you shall say there's a lifting up. Amen. In the midst of all the turmoil in this world, the spirit of grace, the mighty person of the Holy Ghost, it's going to produce in your life what the word of God has said. Amen. I didn't hear an amen to that. Amen. As I didn't hear an amen to that. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Give the Lord another shout of glory. glory. So next week, we are continuing our glory of grace. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. And it looks like we need to create some time to pray. Amen. amen. And prophesy. Next week, we have how many Sundays more? Two Sundays. So there will be Sundays of prophecy, prayer, and prophecy. Amen. I have to pray for some of you. It looks like my teaching is taking all my time. What do you guys think? <laughs> Should I teach? But it's a Sunday of glory of grace. So I'll pray for you next week, next two Sundays. We'll be praying. Amen. Before we take our offerings, all those who are on the prayer closet, can you come forward? Let me pray for you. 
Some people are prayer closet. You don't know about prayer closet. If you don't sow a seed, you don't know. What do you think, Pastor Fair? So just come here. I want to just pray for you. I'm going to, I want to pray for you. We are starting our fasting when? 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 On Wednesday. If you are not in prayer closet, just relax. Okay, don't worry. Your capacity will build up to where we are. And anyone who wants to join us to fast, you can join us. But we are fasting from, from what? Wednesday, 16th to the end of March. To what? Uh, end, end of March. So if you don't have the capacity, don't join. If you join, you'll, one day you'll be in the workplace and you'll be doing it. Like. Oh, I are not prayer closet. LOF executive. Are you prayer closet? Is LOF executive prayer closet? They join one, 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 one. In the fasting. Next week, I'll pray for them. And first to the, uh, uh, the first bones of the closet. <laughs> okay. All of you stretch forth your hands here as, you, as you pre we prepare to take our offerings. I want the Lord to give you a capacity. I saw this. That's why I'm doing it. Capacity within this time. Because we are praying not for ourselves. We are praying fasting and praying for the church, for the ministry. Everyone connected to the ministry. This year, there, must, there will be great things in our lives. Amen. But there must be people praying. Is that not true? Fasting and stand. That doesn't mean you can't fast and pray. So the people are praying for me. Let me go and eat. You can join us from time to time. If you also want to join us throughout, you can join us throughout. It's not closed. Amen. It says that we do this because we don't want it to be like today you are in, tomorrow you are not in. Inconsistency, it breaks the whole flow. True or false? Yes. false. So I pray all of you know that. Let me pray for you. May the Lord give you the grace, the ability. Alfred, this year is you stand up. I should have prayed for you last week. Last week. I didn't pray and just sit here. Sit down there like that. Mm -hmm. You have your letters. Bring them here. I have to pray for you. This year is your year. Amen. Amen. This year is your year. Amen. Bring them. Last week I should have prayed for you. I didn't because of the time. Today too, I'm trying to dodge it because of the time. It's 12 o'clock already. Is that not true? But I have to still do something. Amen. But I pray for all of you in the name of Jesus. I pray for you all in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It looks like all of you are tired. Pray for you in the name of Jesus. Receive the ability in these days of fastings. The strength and the spirit of revelation. That you'll be caused by the Holy Ghost to pray. Caused by the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. In these days as we pray, and all those who are not even here, and all those who will be joining us, there will be great happenings in WCN. In the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against any one of you shall prosper. Evil spirits that are released during fastings to cause people to stop in the middle. We come against their works in the name of Jesus. We are praying for you. Receive the ability, the ability, the grace in the name of the Lord Jesus in these days by the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory. Glory. You can sit down. We are starting on, on, on Wednesday. You can join. Balfour, let me pray for you. You can also kneel. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus. What your word says it was, is what comes to pass. I do not know what you want to do in his life this year. 
and what he's crying for. Every word you've spoken over your life will come to pass. Specifically this year, 2022, we are declaring over your life in the name of Jesus that your ways are opened. Wherever the ways are coming from, bigger doors, bigger opportunities. In the name of Jesus, I speak over your life, over your head, over your, your life in the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Ghost, your ways are opened, your gates are opened. Your cries and your words that you've spoken to the Lord in the name of Jesus, I stand here as God's oracle and I command all those gates, those doors, those opportunities to open up within this year. I speak a bigger opportunity, a bigger breakthrough, something huge, something beyond the ordinary. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Shout glory. glory. Hallelujah. 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 We call it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Shout glory. You can sit down. You can sit down. I see an open door, a great open door. It's a great open door. And some of you who do not look like something is about to happen, you don't look like it in the physical, but something great will happen in your life. I believe what I'm saying. Believe these words. Whilst we're praying, the Holy Ghost said, This year will be one of the greatest years ever. Amen. And I believe it. I believe it. How many believe that? Some of you will stumble into some kind of wealth. I want to see wealth that you cannot explain. I said, What? You cannot explain. Not something small, small things. Not some small, small things. Amen. Shall we take our offerings? Next week we are praying. I'll be praying and prophesying. And all that. The next two weeks. Make sure you are here. Make sure you listen to our messages. Amen. Is that powerful? Hallelujah. It is coming from my heart. Praise and praise unto you, I'm grateful for your love. I give you the praise. It is coming from my heart. It is coming from my heart. Praise and thanks unto you, Lord. For the things that you have done. I'm grateful for your love. I give you the praise. I'm counting my blessings. I bless it. I just want to keep it to myself. When I saw that he has done too much, oh, he says he did again. I'm counting my blessings. I'm my blessings. I just can't keep it to myself. When I saw that he has done too much, oh, he says he did again. I can tell it all. Oh, now from the mountain top, I can tell it at all. Oh. 
shouting loud, shouting loud from the mountain top. It is coming from my heart. Protecting from you, Lord. For everything that you have done, I'm grateful for your love. I give you the praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we are going to, are we, are we having our section, 30 minutes? Yes, okay, so before we break into our classes, very important, amen. amen. But shout glory. glory. Tomorrow is a special day, is that true? Yes. It's not a special day because it's Christmas. Amen. But we have a very special service tomorrow for all singles and what? married couple amen and we'll be talking about one or two things that i think that if you want to get married you should join maybe you don't want to get married anytime soon you are looking at the next 10 years then you can go and rest but if you are <laughs> if you are ready for marriage or you are preparing to marry or you are preparing you should be here amen tomorrow is vows day and we have a very special monday session just to Talk about relationships. We don't have all the time to talk about relationships here. Amen. But in times like this, we've created a time to talk about relationship, marriage. And if you have any question concerning that area you want to ask, last week we said it here, please channel your questions to any of the pastors so that we can answer the questions, pick it from there, and move. Amen. So next, next uh, this Monday, which is tomorrow, I think that by this time the online should go off, or it should be off because we are, we are. It's just announcement. As well, what do you think? Yes, we are, we are done. Once we release the word, we pray for all those online in the name of Jesus. Amen. By the power of the Holy Ghost, every point of contact you lifted. If you are pregnant, you are carrying that baby until the, the ninth month, and you are delivering just like Sarah. In the name of Jesus. If you are expecting some breakthrough, any point of contact, we commanded the manifestation in the name of Jesus. New jobs, big opportunities, big contracts, in the name of Jesus. We call it done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining. Those of you online, we love you so much. And next week, we are continuing our series on grace. Next week, we are talking about growing in grace. All the glory of grace, any one of you can talk about. Amen. Shout power for man of God. Yes, yeah, so tomorrow we have a special service. Make sure.